Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Hey, good to be with you today. We are in Daniel chapter 1. We're in verse 8 today. Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. I know we're going a little slow to start off with here, but um, this just it's just great content. So I know that you're going to get blessed as we jump into Daniel chapter 1. If you have your Bibles today, we're going to start in verse 8. Let me read. And uh, we'll go ahead and make some reflections on this. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. And God, check this out, God gave Daniel favor, we're going to come back to that topic, and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. So... One of the ways that they would really entice these young, brilliant, sharp, MIT, Stanford, Harvard, elite, you know, individuals um, to really come over to the Babylonian way of doing things is um, they would spoil them, right? I mean, they just would spoil them. And, and that was the plan that had worked so many times. You know, you, you treat them with some dignity, you um, feed them from the table of the king, and pretty much... You know, while the rest of the people in exile are struggling and suffering, they consider themselves blessed and they want to keep that position of favor and blessing. And so in order to preserve and protect it, you know, what the Babylonian leadership was used to is that people would just do what they say. Problem here was that the king's table, Nebuchadnezzar's table, Nebuchadnezzar, by the way, was not a nice guy. But Nebuchadnezzar's table was full of stuff that was forbidden um, for young Jewish men and women to eat. It was filled with unclean food. I'm certain that there were all sorts of um, things like shellfish and and, um, pork and, you know, you just, the list I'm sure certainly was long. And um, something was going on in Daniel's heart and mind. You know, this was Daniel and the three young Hebrew boys. Daniel, because remember, he was anchored to Yahweh because he, he found his identity in Yahweh and not in the temporary things of the world or status or stuff. Because of that, because he was so connected and committed to Yahweh, he was convicted that it would have been wrong for him, even though he was in exile, it would have been wrong for him to eat those things that were outlined as forbidden in the law of God. And so he resolved in his heart. He made a decision. He drew a line in the sand. There was a strong conviction that he had that led him to action to the extent where he wasn't going to touch the king's food He couldn't tell if the king's wine was kosher as well. And so because he had this strong conviction, he did something that probably no one else would have even thought of doing, right? I mean, because not only only, um, is he being tempted to um, allow himself to be used by this Babylonian nation, but remember, he's also a prisoner. You know, he's just, he's subject to the authorities, not as a citizen, but as a prisoner. And yet there's such a strong relationship with God that he has that he resolves himself 
that he is not going to touch it. He's not going to defile himself. He's not going to jeopardize his relationship with God. He's not going to impinge um, the purity of his relationship with God. He's not going to. He's not going to find some justification. You know, because it's easy to find a justification for sin if you really want to. He could have said, hey, you know, God's going to understand. Like, I mean, we've been exiled. This is tough. I might have an opportunity to minister here. Maybe I can help these polytheistic pagans understand the monotheistic God of my forefathers. He doesn't play any of that stuff that we so often do. And I'm just going to tell you, like, I admire Daniel for this. You know, this is uh, this story is 2,600 years old, and it's amazing that uh, it has impacted millions of lives over thousands of years. Like this, his story has been an encouragement to countless people in very challenging circumstances to draw a line in the sand, to resolve in their hearts, and to do the things that are right. To the extent that he goes to the person that his, is his captor, his overseeing captor, and and he's he's compelled he's compelled to to ask for an alternative, and when he does that, check this out. God moves. That's when God moves. Daniel found favor and compassion in the chief eunuch who was overseeing all of these young people. And that's what, that's what God does when you take a step of faith. You know, on the other side of that step of faith, sometimes we come up with all the reasons why we shouldn't take a step of faith and all the things that could go wrong and it's that type of thinking that actually hinders us from experiencing oftentimes God's favor, God's blessings, and even God's miracles. It wasn't in the safe place of compromise that Daniel experienced the favor. It was in the place of risk. It was in the place of putting himself out there. It's in that place that God will come through because you've demonstrated to God that you trust him. And so maybe this applies to you today. I'm certain that it does. Resolve in your heart, draw a line in the sand, take a step of faith and watch how God will bring you the favor. Father, thank you that you do do this. You're an amazing God. We want to live like this, Father. And so please, we pray, help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.